encourage you to listen for the voice within the voice. If you've come to hear my voice, you won't get a hang of a lot. But through me, there's going to be another voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit, who wants to speak to you. And that can come from any part of the sermon. It may come from the worst part of the sermon. And God, there'll be a word there that's just specifically for you. It's going to change your life. It's going to help you in your journey. God knows exactly where you are at. Proverbs 29, 18 says, Where there is no vision, people cast off restraint or dwell carelessly. Whenever you see someone dwelling carelessly, you can be sure they've got no real vision in their lives. Without vision, the Bible says we wander in the dark. It's like you're driving your car. You've got the petrol, you've got the steering wheel, but you've got no destination. You actually don't know where you're going. And uh, there's, it's, there's no roadmap, as it were. Helen Keller was blind. They asked her a question, a really good question. And they said, what would be worse than being blind? And her answer was this, to be able to see but have no vision for their lives. That would actually be worse. Churches, like individuals, also must have compelling vision. They must have purpose for their existence, uh, the reason they're around, the reason that they do what, what, what they do. And a man by the name of church analyst, George Barner, not a relation of mine, he said this, my work with churches has led me to the conclusion that the single most important element in having an effective life-changing ministry for your ministry, for your life, for your church A person, a church without vision is going nowhere. Do you know activity is not vision? A lot of people running here, running there, doing this, doing that, that, but it's just activity. There's no vision. There's no purpose or real purpose behind it. And so I want to share with you today, because this is the launch of Church Unlimited, what Church Unlimited is all about. And you'll find some things that will be very helpful for you in your personal life as I share this as well. So we're going to go through this mission statement that you've seen on these banners here. And as Church Unlimited is called, it's got up the top, they're called as an apostolic influence, igniting God's fire and power into the nations. So the first word and the key word there is called. Called, this is mean. What I mean by called, this is what God has called us to do. We're called by God to do certain things. So that's why we put called at the top of each one of these. Because every, as, I, as I open up what this is all about, each aspect of it, God has spoken to us about. He has called us to do it. He's, he said, this is what I want Church Unlimited to be all about. It's not just good ideas. Good ideas don't go very far. God ideas go all the way. God ideas make a difference. God ideas can change a nation. God, it is such a powerful, powerful thing. It can't be ego. It can't be ambition. It can't be worldly desire to be something great in the eyes of man. We have to have heard from God. Because, but when you have heard from God, this is true of your own personal life as well. When you're doing what God's told you to do, victory, the, uh, success is almost totally guaranteed because God is with you in what you are doing. And, uh, you know, one of the greatest strengths, I believe, of Church Unlimited, what we've built this church on is the ability to hear the voice of God. It's from a voice from God. I never want what God said beyond radio through different means. 
I never wanted to be on TV, and I still don't want to be on TV. But a prophet spoke to me and said, hey, God wants you to have a TV ministry. I said, no, he doesn't. And then God spoke to me and said, you know, yes, I do. He was speaking on my behalf. That's why we have, we have campuses, six of them now in different parts of New Zealand. The reason we have them is God has spoken to us. And we're, all we're doing is obeying God. And the policy of our church is where he leads, we will follow. Do you know we now have a campus in Tuvalu? Who's ever heard of Tuvalu? Who's ever been to Tuvalu? No one. There you go. Why would you go to Tuvalu? No one goes to Hillsong will not be in Tuvalu. There's no competition up. Why? Because God told us to go there. Where he leads, we will follow. That's why we're in Rotorua. God wants us to be here. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go. So as a part of Church Unlimited, I want you to expect that same anointing to come on you to hear the voice of God. Because you come under a covering, you come under a mantling. And, and hearing the voice of God is something that, you know, so many in my church and our churches are able to do because it's a part of the mantle that rests upon Church Unlimited. So I want you to expect God to begin to speak to you, if He's not already, in increasingly clear ways, especially about His ministry for your life, to begin to hear what God has got to say to you. Do you know that, the, um, that God has a specific blueprint for your life? Did you know that? Very unique. It's different to anyone else's. The word vocation, it comes from a Latin word which actually means, let me get this correct, what it actually means is voice. It's the Latin word for voice, vocation. Vocation is a voice I hear calling me. Your vocation is not a matter of, oh, look, I'll be a nurse, I'll be a teacher, I'll be a doctor, I'll be a welder, I'll be an... No, no, friends, it's not that. It's a voice. Do you know what word, word, word disappointment means? Do you know why so many people are disappointed? Because they're apart from their appointment. When you find your appointment from God, and you have to hear His voice so often, someone, often He'll just lead you into it, but when you've heard His voice, you're in His appointment, and there will not be the disappointment that so often comes with that. You enjoy the blessing of God. You see, when you've heard from God, it comes with a, it come, faith comes with it, and faith overcomes. Faith comes with it because when you've heard, faith comes by hearing. Is that right? Faith comes by hearing. So when you've heard, faith comes with it. And when you've got faith, faith overcomes the walk, hearing the voice of God. But you know, it takes, you know, the thing that, the single greatest key, key I believe, to a successful career or ministry, or church, is building on what I call divine revelation. Building on what God has spoken to you. Building on what God has said to you. When you build on divine revelation, that's the key. That's the key to success. And that's how we have built, by the grace of God, Church Unlimited on divine revelation. But it takes courage to stay with your divine revelation. It takes courage to be who God has called you to be. How many of you know that? It takes courage to be who God wants you to be. See, God does not need another Joyce Meyer or another T.D. Jakes or another Tark Barner. He doesn't need that. Guess what? He needs you. He needs you and what He has put in your life to be because you are a unique manifestation of Christ to the world. No one can do what you can do. 
No one can be who you can be. No one can reach the people that you can reach. You are uniquely designed and created by God to impact certain people that God is going to bring across your path. And the day you stop being you, you lose your impact. The day you stop being you, you lose your effectiveness for what God wants you and has called you to be. Because I know this much, a copy, how many of you do a photocopy? A photocopy is never of anyone else. Be the original you. Why? Because you're awesome. Tell the person next to you, you are so awesome. And you really are. You are so What happens if you use an instrument for the wrong purpose? Let me grab an instrument here. I don't want to wreck this. I know, I, know, I know what I'll do. I'll just go with this thing, all right? This instrument here is safe. Imagine if I decide, everyone knows what this instrument's for, right? So I, I decide that we need a nail hammered into here. So I think, nothing else here. Grab the singer. Whack, whack, whack. What's going to happen? You wreck it for what God never intended. You wreck your life. You damage your life. You lose your esteem in your life because you're not being who God has called you to be. Be you. Be that being you is actually integrity. Because we all hate we all hate fakes, don't we? We are all hate people that are trying to be like someone else. Integrity is being who you are. And when you're who you are, you're gonna shine like the sun, and God's glory will increase upon your life. And so Church Unlimited, our whole mission is we don't copy anyone else. We're not going to do what everyone else does. It doesn't matter if someone's doing something down the road and it's unbelievably successful. We are not going to copy. We've made that decision. When my pastors tell me, hey, this church is doing this, can we do it? I usually say, that just proves to me we're not going to do it. Someone else is doing it, we probably won't do it because we're not going to, there's a sort of a secret pride, if you like, of not copying anyone else. But it's an important your best, and the church will be its best when it does what it's called to do. And so Church Unlimited Rotorua is not man's idea. And we wait with expectation with what God will do. Because when you're a church led by the Spirit, you never know what is around, your cor- around the corner. And that's what makes it so exciting. You want an exciting Holy Spirit Hey, you may be like me. You might end up on TV or that when God leads you. You, you might end up in Tuvalu. Who knows? When, when you're led by the Spirit, you never know what's going to happen. And that's what makes it really exciting. We're doing a lot of things like the radio, the TV, New Zealand Beyond, Church Unlimited Tuvalu that we never imagined because God is directing our steps. There's a scripture in Hebrews, if you want to look at your Bible this morning, chapter 8 and verse 5. And thank you for those who are signing up to Instagram because it's coming through on my phone right now. Awesome. You are amazing. You are amazing. I should offer you a free book, shouldn't I, or something? Anyway, we'll wait and see. Hebrews 8.5. Here we go. Just the end part there. It says, see that you make all things according to the pattern shown you. To the pattern. So we've got to get up the mountain. Up to the mountain with God. Let him give us the pattern. Show us what he wants to do with our lives, what he wants to do with our church. And then you make everything according to the pattern. Church Unlimited Rotorua is not just another church. It has a unique God-given calling. And it will be different to every other church in this region. We will not copy. So that's the call part, and the rest of it's not going to take as long, I promise you. Okay? So that's the call, the hearing God's voice. But the first part says an apostolic influence. You know, in the Bible, it talks about all the ministry gifts. There's five of them. 
There's the apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, and pastor. Now, some churches are very pastoral. Fantastic. Everyone's loved. Everyone's kept. Others is the evangelist. You know, people are getting saved all the time. Some are more prophetic. You know, always the voice of prophets always speaking. There are others that are apostolic. Well, Church Unlimited actually does all of these to a measure, all right? If you ever came to our church, you'll find, in this church, you'll find this. We do all to a measure, but the strongest is apostolic. And the apostolic, if you think of the early church, it's all about the apostles and what they did. So that's the, the early church. The dominant anointing of the early church was apostolic. And the apostolic anointing turned the world upside down. And God wants to restore to His church across the globe that apostolic tree for Him that's going to expand, that's going to grow, and that's going to release revival and turn the world, well, it's upside down, turn it back the right way up. That's the apostolic anointing is always taking new territory. It's always expanding. And uh, that's what the early church did. And so we want to turn... Rotorua and beyond, right way up. We want to change Rotorua. That's why we're here. We believe we can be a part of it and help to change the spiritual atmosphere. How many of you reckon that spiritual atmosphere of Rotorua needs a bit of changing? Hey? So the presence of God reigns over Rotorua, that the spirit to see the crime rate go down, sexual abuse go down, rape go down, suicide go down, alcoholism go down, drug addiction go down, financial uh, uh, deficits go down, bankruptcy go down, and see the light of God begin to shine in Rotorua. We want to change Rotorua by the power of the Spirit of God. We can't do anything, but God's Spirit can do all these things. And it's happened in history, friends, so this is not just... You know, a lot of bluster, it's happened in history. God's done it so many times, and I believe God is going to do it again. There will be a revival in Rotorua. There will be. Can you get my water for me, please? I was speaking at a gathering. Thanks. And a prophet came up to me, and she says, oh, I've got this word for you. And I said, yeah, what is it? He said, Church Unlimited is coming into acceleration of expansion. And I thought, oh, that's another good word. And just put it, parked it on the shelf. Because often prophecies take 30 years to come to pass. I've got some that I've been waiting for 40 years, even though I'm only 35. It was my birthday yesterday, by the way. You clapped, but you didn't send me a present. <laughs> And don't ask me my age, that's confidential information. Only me and God know, okay, <laughs> from God. And so uh, Church Unlimited across our campuses, we've grown by a 1,000 people. I mean, only God can do that. We've, we've, in the last year, we've started four new campuses. Now, I, was, I didn't even want to start campuses. I've been going 28 years at Church Unlimited. First 25 years, we didn't start another camp. I didn't want to. I'm busy enough. But when God wants you to do something, you just do what he says. And that's the reason we got more campuses. God said, hey, look, and I sort of think, God, why did you wait 28 years? Couldn't you have started when I was, you know, just 20? Younger, more energy, life. Hey, you can, how many of you know you can't tell God how to do things? Hey, he, he calls the shots. He says, I want to do that now. And he said, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the energy that you need. And so our, our vision is always and beyond, and beyond. 
We're not here for just Rotorua. We're for Rotorua and beyond. So I'd like to think, who knows, God may give us more campuses coming out from Rotorua, just in these surroundings. How many reckon there need to be a few more? There's room out there for another church in some other cities around this area. I'm sure there is. Well, if God leads us in that way, our vision is and beyond. Um, the key verse for Church Unlimited is Isaiah 54, 2-3. Enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left. Make the desolate cities inhabited. There was a prophecy in about 1970-71 by Brian Bailey, who said, God's going to so move in New Zealand that one million people will be saved. I actually think it'll be more than that, but that's a good start. That's about 20%, isn't it? It's, he said though this, he said, people will fall on their faces in the streets. Imagine that in Rotorua. You're going to work tomorrow and there's someone lying on the street floor, weeping and crying. You go up to them and say, what's wrong? They just say, oh, I'm under such conviction of sin. My life's out of order. What must I do to be saved? Wouldn't that be awesome? People falling on the streets, you know, just repenting and giving their lives to Jesus. He also said in that prophecy, Hold, I say, why not Rotorua? Be saved and turn to Jesus. Got to start somewhere. I don't mind where it starts as long as it starts. There's a scripture that says in Isaiah 60 verse 20, 22, A little one shall become a thousand and a small one a strong nation. Do you know... Apostolic churches release the apostolic dimension in every believer. How many of you know Jesus was an apostle? Do we all know that? Holy Spirit was apostolic. Guess what? They both live in you. Jesus and the Holy Spirit both live in life, which enables you and empowers you to have a great impact for God. A great impact for God. See, in Church Unlimited, we are all full-time ministers. Everyone is a full-time minister because we all have the same Holy Spirit. You didn't get a junior Holy Spirit, and I got the senior. No, no, you got the same Holy Spirit I got. You didn't get a junior Jesus who hasn't grown up. No, no, you got the same Jesus I got. In fact, you got the same Holy Spirit that the Apostle Paul got, that same Holy Spirit that Reynard Bonnke got. You got the same Jesus that Billy Graham has got. We, we've got the same Spirit within us, and the apostolic anointing releases the apostolic dimension. God, who comes to church, every Christian has that apostolic dimension. So it says in Revelation 1 verse 6, He's made us kings and priests to God his Father. Next time you're traveling overseas and it says occupation, I want you to write minister. Come on. Come on. Tell the person next to you, you're a full-time minister. Come on, a bit louder than that. You're a full-time minister. You've got to minister for God all the time. So there's a lady in my church, all right? And uh, there's a Hindu man surrounded by a Hindu family, and he's dying. He's on an oxygen mask. And someone, she says to herself, man, I need to go and pray for him. I know this guy, pastor, and I'll get the pastor to go and pray for him. Then God speaks to her and says, no, 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 you go. You're a full-time minister. There's no need for the pastor to go. And so a bit of courage, she's a bit threatened by this whole situation, but she goes into that, into that hospital room. Hospital bed is surrounded by all these Hindus, and she leads in a prayer. 
and ask that God, they'd ask that we want the prayer we want answers that the oxygen mask will be removed. Within a very short time of her prayer, the oxygen mask was removed. Why? Because she carries an apostolic dimension that, that, can, uh, that can minister the power of God. People, your miracle, your healing is actually sitting in the pews. It's not up the front. It's so often in the pews. And as we release the whole body of Christ to minister, healing is going to flow. Power is going to flow at a far, far greater dimension. And so the apostolic releases that in each individual. So then the next thing is we are an arrow of truth. So very quickly on that one is God has called us to preach the truth of God, of his word in this nation and many other nations. The reason for that is, and I'm sure most of you know, there's a lot of distortion out there. There's a lot of teaching there that's it's just off center. And so God's called church unlimited to this is right, but by teaching the truth, you correct distortions. And I believe that's one reason that God has given us uh, the, the radio and the television and magazine and all these other things, because we, God wants us to preserve the pillars of, of biblical truth that in many places today is being diluted or removed or even minimized or non-existent. Some of the great pillars of biblical truth that we are called to uphold as Church Unlimited is things like prayer. How many of you think prayer is important? Prayer is the only thing that's going to change this nation, I'm telling you now. And yet so many churches don't pray. All that, the, the pillars of prayer are fasting of the Holy Spirit. You know, an emphasis on, on Bible teaching, on worship, on souls, reaching lost people, the Great Commission, nation, all those kind of things. And, uh, you know, it, it, so that's weird to be an arrow of truth. You cannot build strong Christians if you do not preach the Word of God. You've got to preach the book. You got to, this is what makes people strong. It says young men are strong, and, and John doesn't, it? because the Word of God abides in them. The, the Word of God is what makes people strong. And so Church Unlimited is really committed as much as we can to preaching the Word of God. One of the tragedies of today's age is statistics tell us, in the don't read their Bible Monday through Sunday. 85%. We want to change that. We don't want a biblically illiterate generation. We want a biblically literate generation. People who read the Word of God. Then the next one there is winning souls. And we're passionate about reaching the lost and seeing them added to the church. I want you to expect to start seeing your family and friends saved. We see that happen so often in, in, in Church Unlimited. People come in and, and we're still believing for a whole lot more. That's why we have those prayer soul forms where we pray for lost people to be saved. Uh, because we have an anointing and every church has the anointing. We just really go after that to, to see family and friends saved. We want to model a church that grows on new believers. Not just... You know, new finding Jesus and coming to Christ and being added to the church. That's our heart. That's our, our vision. And uh, because in New Zealand, what's happening, we're not seeing a lot of kingdom growth. You know, we're not seeing a lot of people being saved and added to churches. And so we've got a commission to do that. In the last 28 years, we estimate in Church Unlimited, we've seen about 15,000 people giving their lives to Jesus, standing on the altar, that is, not just figures plucked out of nowhere, standing on the altar, giving their hearts to Jesus Christ. God has called us to win souls. There's a small girl in this classroom. Teacher was talking about whales. Teacher says, it's impossible. Girl says, hey, 
But Jonah was swallowed by a whale. Teacher said, look, it's impossible. The throat is too narrow. The girl says, well, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask Jonah. The teacher says, well, what if Jonah went to hell? The little girl said, well, then you can ask him. Igniting God's fire is the next one on this side here. I was saved in the fires of revival and the charismatic renewal, I think, than ever before. And God wants each one of us to be on fire and spread the fire wherever we go. So in Church Unlimited, we never retire. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90... We never retire. We only refire. And then we refire again, and we refire again, and we refire again until God takes us to glory. We want to go out burning for Jesus. Anyone else like that in the house? Give us a wave if you want to be like, hey, that, that's, the, hey that's my plan. God willing, by the grace of God. You know, some of the young ones want to sort of catch up to me and say, hey, pastor, you know, we're already stepping to your one yet. I said, I'm just warming up for the ride of my life. I'm heading down the runway and the plane is about to take off. If you can keep up with me, you come, but I'm moving on. They usually go back to their rooms and leave me alone. <laughs> You know, my belief is this, that the older you are, you're stepping into your most fruitful years. Any old people here today? You don't have to wave your hand. Do you know why you're entering your most fruitful years if you're over 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 or whatever it might be? I'll tell you why you're entering your most fruitful years. Today, you're wiser than you've ever been. True? Today, you can hear God's voice clearer than you've ever heard it before. True? than you've ever been before. In every way, God has spent decades getting you ready for the next season of your life, which is going to be your most effective and your most fruitful. Any church that wants to put the old people down in the back corner somewhere and just say, you spend your time praying, well, do please do that, friends, is a grave mistake. God is going to raise up the whole body of Christ from the youngest to the oldest. We need everybody together to change this city, to change this nation. You're getting on a bit. Good for you. You're on our radar. And this next generation needs a lot of help, believe me. And you older ones can offer that to them. Ignite God's fire and power. We have a passion for the power of God. Healings, miracles. We're seeing these more and more in church and limited. We often try and share testimonies on a Sunday morning of another miracle that's taken place. They get sent to me a lot, a lot of the time. There's so many now, I can't even get them all out. But just some wonderful ha- things happen uh, in, in the church. And our heart is to see every believer, every one of you, ministering God's power. Because my Bible says in Mark 16, these signs shall follow them that believe. Lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Cast out demons. These signs will follow them that believe. How many of you believe in Jesus? Give me a wave. Uh-huh. Look to follow you. This is not the exclusive domain of pastors and full-time so-called professional ministers. This is the domain of every believer. See, God wants to now take the power, listen to this, from the pulpit to the pew. He's going to shift it. He's going to shift it off the platform. 
because he's moving away from the one-man show. The one, the, sh- the, the, show, the one-man show day is over. You know, the one-man-of-God day is over, friends. God is going to raise up his body. He's going to raise up his people to minister in his power. And together, we are going to make a difference in, in our workplace, in our schools, our home, in all of them that believe. There was an 82-year-old woman I read about, and she couldn't read or write. Didn't go to school. She gets baptized in the Holy Spirit, and immediately she could read her Bible. That's the power of God, isn't it? She can't read anything else, only her Bible. So she wants to serve God. She thought, I'll serve in children's church. But she couldn't because she couldn't read the manual. She can only read the Bible. So she's reading the Bible. One day she comes across Mark 16. These shines shall follow them that believe. She looked for the qualifications required to do that. 82 years old, illiterate. Couldn't find any qualifications. So she started going around. For three days, she'd read to them the scriptures. On the fourth day, or somewhere around there, she would pray for them. Many of them were incurables given up by the doctors. One by one, each, virtually each and every one of them was healed by the power of Almighty God. I want you to think about that for a moment. 82 years old. Can't read, can't write. Illiterate, except for the Bible. But the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead was living in her. If you can get that revelation, it's going to change your life forever. You will never walk the earth the same again because you'll know that there's power in you and you'll have courage to start praying results. I want to encourage you as you go from here today, if there's someone you know that's sick, don't send them to the pastor. Don't send them anywhere. You say, can I pray for you? Lay hands on them and pray for them and they're going to start getting healed. They're going to start getting better because God's power is in every one of us. Amen. God has no favorites. If an 82-year-old illiterate woman can do that, my question is, what can you do? A whole lot more than you think. There's a man in our West Church here, a severe pain uh, with a, a large kidney stone. Had an x-ray done. Showed up. So the life group people, just a small group people, they prayed for him. He went back for the x-ray, and the kidney stone has gone, and the doctors healed by God's power when believers in the church gathered and prayed for him in Jesus' name. He was in excruciating pain, and God just did a great work. My final point as we wrap it up now is igniting God's fire and power into the nations. Nations burn strongly in our hearts through our media and TV and radio and travel. We're already ministering in a hundred nations of the world. Some of you will know that New Zealand was one of the greatest missionary nations on the planet. In the 70s, we had more missionaries on the foreign field than any country in the world per capita. We were number one in mission. But that's no longer the case. The mandate and to see it fulfilled to once again New Zealand to be a great mission force to reach the nations of the world. That's why we have our conferences called New Zealand. We've got to reach New Zealand because it's one of the nations and beyond, which is the nations of the world. That's actually the call of God on our nation, is to be a great mission nation, for which our, our nation will answer to God for that calling upon us. So we want to help to see that fulfilled in Jesus' name. We'd love you to come to our conference. Do you know why? We're going to need every person we can get to get on board with a vision to change this nation. 
And so every extra person makes a huge difference. So if you can find the time to come to that and be a part of it, we'd really appreciate that. And, you know, we'd look after you. Our vision is from God. And with all of us working together as full-time ministers, we can fulfill God's call on Church Unlimited Rotorua as we mobilize every believer into a signs-following ministry. My final verse and the key to everything Church Unlimited does and everything I've said today is Zechariah 4, verse 6. I'm not going to burn out trying to make this happen, friends. I'm not going to stress out trying to make this happen. I'm not going to run hither, thither, and this way and that way and just be beaten up and bruised. No, because my Bible says, not by might, nor by power, but by my As we stay in tune with the Holy Spirit, I believe we will be and fulfill our calling to be an apostolic influence, an arrow of truth, winning souls, and igniting God's fire and power in the nations. Together, we will get the job done. Thank you for joining with us today and possibly being a part of this exciting venture and calling from God. God is going to do amazing things, I know, in Rotorua and in other parts of our nation as God begins to pour out His Spirit in an unprecedented way. I was saved to see revival with these two eyes of mine, revival through this nation and through the nations of the world in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. If you could stand with